0: City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast.
1: And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings Los Angeles. Welcome to be- episode 298 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. For this one we're going to call it outclassed for very obvious reasons as we'll try to explain what just happened to our our beloved club, uh, y'all were there. We were there. You all watched. Y'all know went down. So yeah, we're definitely going to into it. Of course, to properly do that, we definitely have to ring our crew on. We've got Tony and Araceli here live with us today. And our buddy Bam has actually sent us a video response for reactions, which should be fun to hear from him. I'm letting this go raw. I don't know what he's gonna say on this thing because honestly, I want the reaction that you guys get as well. So that's yes, we're definitely gonna make that happen. He is at work. Hopefully, we get him back for two ninety nine and hopefully even three hundred. Yeah, that's right. We're marching that way as well. All right, uh, Tony, how are you feeling, man? I know you're probably as drained as I am, or even worse at this moment.
2: I'm just tired as hell, to be honest. Um it's not what I, what I wanted. Of course, this is football. So it's, it's never easy when it's, when it's a loss like this, especially in a final, especially on your home turf. And I, we've been here before and I keep telling myself that, but it doesn't get any easier. No,
1: no, it's, it's, it's as sobering as it gets. The reality setting in at this point, Um, again, Sometimes we believe the hype a little bit too much. We might be a victims of that in this case. Uh, yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, Araceli, how are you doing?
3: Um, besides, you know, just being very tired, actually doing very well. Obviously, you know, very disappointed with the result from last night. But, I mean, it's just one of those losses that's going to dig deep for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, the lost the lost opportunity, I think, is what's hitting us the hardest at the moment, Um, knowing that we won't be in the Club World Cup, uh, that (laughs) it's really hard. Um, But also, I think for me, the biggest thing is just the way it went down and the way we went out. And so uh, let's just get into the match. Then we'll give you guys a chance to react and definitely want to hear from you guys today. We want to get, again, raw reactions. Tell us how you feel on this. Tell us how it's going to be. Uh, we, we definitely want to hear from you. This is what the community is about. We got to get through this because we don't have time to wait. We move on to another match right away. Um, we'll have that, too, for you today, but definitely want to give you guys your moment, too. So here we go. Uh, of course, we lost one nothing on the day on a goal by Lucas Di Iorio in the 20th minute on a counterattack. Aggregate, of course, ended 3-1. to uh, I think the big story from the, the minute we saw it was the way the lineup was listed. Uh, It kind of threw everybody off as we're going this way. And we actually did. We actually went into a 5-3-2. In this case, we had a comeback by Chiellini and Murillo with Long as our three central defenders. Uh, Palencia out on right. Palacios out on left. So our debate over Hollingshead and Palacios. Played itself out. He went with continuity. Uh, The hot hand at the end of the first leg, the guy that set things up, he went with him instead. Our midfield was made up of three. It was Sanchez in the middle with Acosta and Bogus. I know there were some lineups showing that it was two, but it was actually three. Bogus was the guy in there. This time. Again, a three that we really haven't seen before is now showing up in the finals. So, again, slightly controversial. Up top was Vela and Buonga needing to put in the leg work. The other side switched up, actually went deep with defenders as well and matched with us man for man in this case. Went defensive, went counterattacking, and absorption. Uh, they were looking at the same faces. We had Davila, Diorio up top. He had Mena, Romero, and Ambriz controlling the midfield with Frias, Barrera, and Tecio anchoring the back with outside Moreno and Hernandez. Again, they switched things up to counter us yet again, showing their tactical prowess, unlike what some players like to say. Uh, They proved once again that they were ready for this and had their game plan. Uh, Even before I go to the highlights, Tony, your thoughts the minute you saw this lineup? were Were you shocked
2: by it? I was confused for a second I didn't mm-hmm. think I know that I was thinking back to wingbacks mm-hmm. um, because that's what how I felt it was going to be and like Keelini uh, uh, running pretty much point man as the the controller of everything in defensive men and Aaron being like the second in command and then just running with that kind of fortifying like their counter press um, again it was just a very odd Choice by him for something that we haven't seen because, again, we've have before changed our lineups with everything. But I felt like I'll get back to it when, when we get to like the overall view game is like it was, um, it was the Carson game, throw out whatever we can and bring out our big guns. And we have nothing in the bench to come back with if we need to change tactics.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really was an interesting vibe. I think we talked the last episode about how concerned we were about midfield being overloaded. And in this case, we didn't really address that, right? It was, it was almost assuming that they were going to get passed over anyways and basically throw it between the two, the top and the back. I, I, I was yeah a little bit shocking there. Araceli, as you're watching this play itself out, um, lineup gets released. Were you surprised?
3: I agree with Tony that I was also a little confused at first when I saw of how packed our back line was. I mean, obviously, you know, we are accustomed to kind of seeing how Dolo will adjust the roster when he needs to. But for that particular lineup for last night in that formation, it kind of made you question a little of what was he thinking? Was he thinking more in the defensive type of tactics but i mean overall it it was just a very hard match to watch
1: yeah i mean and and it it was designed that way uh basically you're skipping your midfield in this type of a setup you're looking completely to skip it and go out wide go fast go counter in a game where you're chasing a scoreline which was even more fascinating as to as the setup is the way you're playing a defensive counter-attack in a game where you must score two goals to do anything, to do anything. or No matter what they do on the field, you already know that two are going to be required just to get back into this. And you're playing a game that's designed as a defensive response. Really, yeah, really interesting vibe. Now, looking at the highlights, I don't think there's much to say except for a few major, a major glaring points. But, Tony, I'm going to go to you on your b- very brief big moments for this one.
2: Um, the only moment that really matters, to be honest, is the one that knocked us out of our wind and we try to get back to the game. This is the 20th minute, um, goal by Leon by uh, Lucas Diori, um, right footed shot in the center of the center of the box to the center of the goal. And it was assisted by Moreno. And that's the thing is just like, it was one of those plays where it was, we, we were cough off guard for the one time because everything else was Okay in the defensive side, but that was the one moment they took a chance on it. And that's the moment that actually matters. Now we can, um, now we can go break it down with all the key moments, but it's going to be too long because there's a lot, just a yellow cards, a lot of moments where it just, you, when you felt it was being fixed, you felt it was being fixed, but that's, it's still no excuse. At the end of the day, we, had the best lineup supposedly that we could have done and we couldn't just put it away with sitters and non-sitters, even with that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it it was tough to see on the goal itself. uh, Ultimately they caught us on their own counter. Right. And, and, And got the ball basically just within the half, right. Within our half kicked it out wide as Palacios was caught high again by design. He was caught high. And now we have three center backs that look completely out of whack. And one goes goes high while the other two go low. And nobody stays central. They're both dropping deep. So it breaks apart. And all their striker had to do was pull up from his run, right? He just comes right back up. Nobody follows him. And, yeah, it was a little bit goofy as a cross. But at the same time, we were all so deep on the play that there was no way to, to address it course the shot goes off it's a little bit of a a, a a fluky type of hit um mccarthy can't handle it which was a little surprising in the moment but it did have an odd spin on that thing and it found its way into the net at that point you know we were in trouble uh and and had to do a lot had to adjust a lot to do to get back into this thing before that though we have to admit that we did have good possession we did show even in this lineup um moments where we could have put a ball away. And we could have done something. Bowanga had his opportunity early. Long had his opportunity in the first half. And the header went wide. Again, you don't get a lot of options. Uh, ask Leone. They scored on their first chance. Uh, that's the difference, right? That's the big difference is those who can finish, lift trophies. Those who cannot simply don't. And that, that is what we saw from the first half is fin- you know not finishing opportunities as the game progressed. Of course, we did see some interesting substitutions, things weren't working out, and we found ourselves in a moment where Vela's off the field. We know we had a rough game, but Vela is off the field, and now you've put all of your chances into Buke, Apoku, and Buanga, who's been hammered all game in the midfield. That now is dominated by Sifuentes, the guy that struggled in the first leg, and he's now the solution for the rest of this thing. You know, I don't want to call it a surrender, but the ones that we could trust throughout this series, throughout the season so far, the consistent ones are not, we're now finding them not on the field anymore, right? Uh, and and in a moment where we we really needed the veteran presence to get us through, and now we're relying on the kids to to run and gun this thing and find a way. Tough to see, very tough to see. Um, the other hard thing to see was of course, long going down with a really horrible injury. Um, and open he's okay. I got cut up pretty good there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, that that's my thoughts on this game. It's just the starting lineup was odd. The substitutions were odd. Players that we count on weren't weren't able to step up, I think because of the design of how we were approaching this. And just everything was not as it was supposed to go, right? It wasn't as it seemed. We weren't playing our game. They were dictating on this. Yes, we had more possession, but the way we cycled the ball, the way we moved the ball, it just wasn't wasn't us. It wasn't our style. It was out of sorts. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go back to you, Tony, on your thoughts on this and what you saw as this match played itself out.
2: No, it was just it was just hard to honestly rewatch. And just to see the, at this point, it was just like, we, like, as we see the eye test and as everyone sees the eye test on the field, there are players who are late to the balls or early to the balls who just can't get the right passes. That's fine and dandy. And um, this is not me, like, hitting hard on our boys because they're doing what they can do and that's how it is. But it's just more on. At, at the end of the day, now it, just, it falls back on Dolo. Like, we do trust his instincts. We do trust his instincts because he got us a cup and everything. But it's just for, for like I said, this Leon's, uh manager is a tactical manager. You know what I mean? Everyone's saying, oh, they can't win in playoffs because they didn't care about it. They cared about this. They're in the finals for mm-hmm. Champions League Alpha months. Who, who cares? And then it goes back to, it's like, all right, Rolls Bowl. Don't play anybody i'm sorry i'm thinking already ahead for carson uh the us open cup um we play we don't play anyone and that's fine like buonga carlos the older veterans 100 percent fine to get them as much rest as you can but don't run any of the young guys who are available who can recover on a way on a week long race and yes injuries are a scare but if you're going to play scared like that and in injuries then we're not playing the game right because we lost Palencia to this game. We don't know how long Aaron Long is gonna be gone as well. Um and it and it just felt like we gave up and surrendered in our own field. Like we were trying, like us in the of course, pushed as much effort as we can, and it was hard, not gonna lie. It's like we were all drained, it's we're all feeling the effects of everything again. And I'm also I guess the only bright light of this whole situation, if you can count on anything, is there's a lot of members in, in our fan group, in our, in our fan base, and in our supporter culture who do not know this pain from no. who do not know literally yeah. seeing someone celebrate on our, on our field, on our pitch and, you know, do and do everything. Now the only, and, and I, it's, I want, and I wanted everyone to stay and I wanted everyone to we watch it or look at it to see, to remember that and use that as feel moving forward because this is something you don't want moving forward. And the only other thing was, uh, uh, the only thing other thing is, yes, there were stupid fans that threw stuff on the field, but at the end of the day, they're also, the players were dumb and I'm, I'm sorry, this referee did not control the game. He didn't. And he even blocked one of our attempts and like was, and that's where I felt where the, um, Con- like the conspiracy of them maybe trying to get in. It. And it's not an excuse. I'm just saying like, it went like that. Like there's a chance where Acosta could have shot it, but the referee was in the, in the way of plan. He didn't say <laughs> anything. And of course, I mean, the, uh, of course man. the fouls too. Like, of course, like the miraculous, I'll call it the miraculous um, fucking stretcher that healed the player to get back up and to be able to walk instead of like, he can't walk, walk anymore. So that's my two cents on that.
1: No, I, you know what? It's always going to be against us. We're used to this. Like, this, the, the LAFC way at this point, and when it's CONCACAF, it's the MLS way. You're not going to get the calls. Things are going to be rougher than they normally will. I guarantee you if Leon pulls this crap, honestly, um, in the Club World Cup, you know what's going to happen. There's going to be a sending off. You know, there are plenty of chances for that in this game. Uh, they won't last once the competition becomes more serious, Okay make serious i mean the referees become more serious um the the nonsense that they pull all game will not happen and yes we were forced to go into that nonsense too and we should have gone into it right if this is what if this was the environment that you're in well then force them to make the hard decision and if he does then there you got a real controversy on your hands you know but th- if this was the dog fight that you had to get into then 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 definitely perform You know, you have to do it. It's it's how it's going to be. This is how it's played. This is no surprise. It's always been this way. If you're not ready for that, then you will not get through. It's just that simple. They will bully you. You have to bully back. It's a cup final. Deal with it. It stinks, but that's that's the way it goes. Uh, You know, Seattle did it, and we know how rough they can play. They figured it out. They built a roster that can handle that pressure and give it back. We didn't on the day and we lost our own way through the process through two matches. We lost our own way. We seeded What makes us good. We seated what makes us better than most for the sake of this. And, and, and it's rough to see. And yeah, we did, we did blow it with open cup as well. That could have been a fine tune up for this thing. It wasn't used that way. There's that. Um, Aracel, I'm going to give it to you on your reactions on this thing. Uh, I know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like how I said earlier, you know, obviously I was very disappointed with just the the match overall, really. Because, I mean, the reality is we can sit here and try to pick it apart bit by bit in terms of, like, the run of play, Dolo's decisions, the ref's uh, call, miss, uh missed calls, in my opinion, because for both legs the refereeing was very questionable. We can always deep dive into that controversy alone. But either way, it's it was an unfortunate result. Obviously, we would have loved to have seen our boys lift that cup. But I guess the kind of to echo a little bit of what Tony was saying with the light of the at the end of the tunnel is I am proud of the boys for making a deep run as they did in the CCL. Now we have open cup out of the way. We have CCL out of the way. And hopefully now this will give LAFC a chance to kind of lick their wounds and get back into just regular MLS play and see if they can make another run at the MLS cup, maybe back-to-back champions. That could be a thing. Um, But I mean, for me personally, the thing that really disappointed me the most, and I'm curious to hear your guys' reactions on this, is all day I have been seeing nothing but videos of just endless fighting at the stadium yesterday. Like, I realized it's a cup final. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows with the fans. But the amount of stuff that I saw being thrown at the north end, all the way to the fights in the Leon section was just heartbreaking and that is something I do not want to see LAFC be uh pictured as
1: from our standpoint where we were at the cup throwing was a was an issue right from what we could see in the moment the videos coming in from from the section uh you know what can we say it's never it's never acceptable ever. Uh we don't want to go down that way. We don't want to be labeled that way. Um I, I would I would caution again short videos, we don't know what the lead up was like. We don't know any of that. We just see a video, right? And it's not the first time we've ever seen violence between Liga MX supporters and and MLS supporters. It's not like it's anything new. Um I I would caution that that security has a lot to do with this. Cause they were very slow to react on a lot of cases, even in the North end when there were moments, it's always seems to be very sluggish in dealing with things. Even when we alert them, um, there was a lax thing. You saw me fireworks got in, right. Um, and the visiting supporter section, all the flags that we couldn't have when we were in Leon, it just, again, seemed to be right for it because it wasn't handled the way it should have been handled as an international cup final. It is what it is. Not excusing anything that happened. because violence is never acceptable. But it just, again, while they weren't ready on the field, obviously people weren't ready off the field either.
2: That's my take. Tony? Not surprised, especially with um, me, like this fan of just Mexican fan base. This is how it is. Coming from going to many Mexico games, America games is just, they, they'll fight their own if they have to. It's, it's, it's just, when alcohol is involved and everything like that, things get heated. It's dumb, it shouldn't be allowed. But uh, on top of that, it felt like even when we were getting into the stadium for setup, they were uh, fucking lost in the woods. Like they didn't know the, like yeah. <laughs> anything. So it was just like that. And then I've had an instance where they were mistreating even like special needs um people because they were searching everything because there is a hassle, but it's like there's a there's a certain way to do it and there's a certain way not to do it and it was just done wrong. So it's just that they got a bunch of, just just a bunch of dough faces out and they're just sent to the wolves. And that's why you couldn't control everything. And that's why it's like it's an international cup final. You understand this how it's going to be and when and there was no movement. And that's one thing I don't like is there's no movement of Leon fans when, or rival fans when they're in our stadium. It's like, this is the way second you get moved and you have to be moved. When it's in Carson, it's a, automatically the first thing that happens, you, you know? And if we're gonna have Leaks Cup, use this as an example to tighten things up because if this doesn't happen, it's gonna get a lot worse if we keep playing games moving forward against mexican sides, is just this is going to keep going and going and it's going to keep rising and rising and then to the point where i don't know what's going to happen
1: yeah there's definitely double standard when it comes to it mls supporter groups we're held to this like tight standard right this is what you have to do this is what you're allowed to have in you have to go to here you have to have these wristbands. Yeah, and then Liga of supporters, supporters eh, do whatever you want and and it's rare to see the ejection it's not a group ejection ever. Like, they'll do that to us, but then it's a couple individuals. And it's like, well, you know, they're not going to be here next week. Well, what does that matter? People are getting hurt. Uh, I think, you know, you see it here. The environment was right. I can say that the, the spirit in the stadium um, did get hostile. I think a lot of it had to do with the run of play and the way players were reacting and the play acting and all that stuff does set people off. It does. There was some ridiculous stuff out there. And it just kind of compounds it, right? That was the culture of the game. Um was, was edgy and it just it it did what it did. Frustrations were there. Yes, Tony.
2: Uh, I just realized there's a moment where you've realized how how uh, blindsided and ignorant they were. Um, and thank you to Jimmy for stopping this, for stopping it is security was gonna allow the Leon team. To walk in front of us into the north end, and they tried. (laughs) They tried, and when once they got to a certain corner, they realized quickly they need to get the fuck out of there. And security, even and Jimmy was like, they need to get the fuck out of here. Like, so thank you for Jimmy to quickly trying to get them out of there and protect Leon as much as it shouldn't. We shouldn't have to protect them, but we as of oh civilized people as civilized people we are we know this is not they shouldn't be here like we're not going to parade our you know our our trophy win in front of leon supporters when we do that like you know what i mean you walk away like that was the
1: you stay at midfield you go to where your fans are but yeah the fact that they tried to do a victory lap right in front of the north end was a little bit wild to see Mm -hmm. i don't know what that was about except of course to be disrespectful um and you know <laughs> you you prod a wounded animal, it's going to react. Um yeah, yeah it was kind of ridiculous that he even got that close. But thankfully, again, Jimmy and others were jumped into there, and I felt bad for the security that was in front of those guys because it was it was ugly. It was ugly. And we don't want to see that. We never want to see that. It, it it's bad news. Um, it's a bad precedent to set. Um, but yeah, you know, again, I I don't take my time to look at all these crazy nasty videos Um, I would consider the source (laughs) right Um, and their purpose of why they would want to post them nothing new there again those on the sidelines like to say a lot of things and so that's that Um, on our end we can only do our best and on my end and in Tony's end what we do is our best within our section within the north end um, where we know people can be more responsible and we all work together as a large network of supporters to do what's best for the north end I cannot speak for people out of that section. I can only condemn, right, when it's it's nasty things go down. But on our end, if the 3252 is out of line, I'm more than willing to talk about that and and call it out as needed. But, yeah, rough case. Um, Definitely don't want to see it. But on our end, I I think we did did pretty much admirable um, on our end, taking care of business when things went out of hand Um, and didn't happen much. Again, the only time where it looked really bad was was post game, and then again, in, in a situation that it shouldn't have been one. So, thank you, there for bringing it up. Uh, but yeah, it, it it stinks. It just stinks all the way around. Uh, any final reaction, guys? Before we throw this to our supporters, I see a couple comments ready to go.
3: Mm-hmm. Nothing for me.
1: All right, let's get into it, guys. Join the conversation. Jump in. We want to hear what you guys think. I'm going to throw this right from the start and who jumped on first. I see Ox. Good to see you on here. Good to see you at the game yesterday. Ox did get in, everybody. Uh, Last second ticket, but we got him in there. Um, Sun got in as well, so there you go. Um, Smalls on here says, what a week. Yeah, right? Um, Now we got two competitions and, well, two and a half if you really want to Look at Leagues Cup, but yeah, it's a different world now. A lot changed in one day. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Angel says, heart of LAC, hold me while I cry a bit. Man, I- I'm still in anger mode, guys. I'm sorry. I was I was sad on the field. Tony saw me, but it quickly went to anger, man, because things are so so preventable. <laughs> and I'll, I'm going to be here for a while. Welcome to anger, everybody. Uh <laughs> Ox says it was a tough loss. Indeed. Uh, LA o Hobo says, LAC look coachless. Uh, what an embarrassing performance. Uh, it was a lot, but yeah, I, again, good. in other times this time, yeah, he kind of met his match. And, and I will say this uh, as much as we, you know, we're, we're, we're throwing things down on our own team and their shortcomings. We do have to be honest with you guys and go, look, Leon was built for this tournament. This was their goal this year, something they have never won in decades of existence. Again, we're we're a little six-year-old here, guys, right? We're, we're, we're a baby in the terms of, of, of football history. We're pissed at six, right? Our sixth season. They've been at this for decades, trying to get something out of this. This is the highest they've ever done after all these years. And they did the work. And tactically, they made it right, and they did it. They made it happen uh, and sacrificed their playoffs. Let's be honest to get to this stage. So credit does need to be given to Leon. They earned this one. it was maybe more about them earning it than us losing it. But no, we didn't show up on the day and we got shocked by the level they were at. Uh, Javier Jr. says we needed to attack. We were down. The lineup was so defensive. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I think it was players honestly, player choices were not where they needed to be when we had guys available. Um, I, I I'm I'm still I'm still in awe because I see how it came out. Um Dave Gomez says we were not crisp. We lost the midfield. We got out coached. It was rough. Yeah, tactics were wrong on the day. We got outsmarted by a very, very good manager who uh I don't think Leon's gonna be his final stop, guys. Something could be bigger for him. Um, honestly, he's really good. Uh, we have Daniel on hell. So it seemed like uh based on the lineup, Steve wanted to hold for the first half and get a goal in the second, but you can never rely on goals. Need to go out uh, from kickoff. Sorry but Dolo got this one wrong. It throws me off. It just it just does. You know, the lineup that we saw was the lineup they should have filled against Alawense in the second leg, right? You have a lead. You get through it, you move on. But first strike capability, right? The guy, you bloody them first, and then they will let them wake up. Like it never happened. And he did get the sense that if you got one on them, you could get two, right? Then they're shocked. But it never came. It just never came. Uh, Dave Gomez says the bright the bright spot is we now have our Liga MX rival now. I mean, yeah, we've they we've hurt them, they've hurt us, right? <laughs> There's a good back and forth with Leon now. That that's for sure. Um, but I think our own enemy is ourselves in the moment. Like I again, credit to them. They did what they had to do. Um maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe we're gonna see them again in, in a month or two. Um, right? But yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So Daniel on Hill jumps on, he says, League's cup better give us the rematch. Hey man, I think we're gonna be struggling against Mazalon in the moment again. Uh <laughs> before we have to get to Leon, but Uh, yeah, it it could see them again. That's, that's for sure. Uh, Dan Frosa says Vela looks suspect. I think Vela looked isolated and was asked to do a job that he cannot perform anymore. We talked about this at the beginning of the year. We talked about the end of last year. What is his real role in this? What does he do the best? And I think the assignment he was given for this match to run things down, to throw some speed up there are things he doesn't have anymore uh, i mean tony i'll throw this to you i mean it feels more like a misuse than uh, condemnation of carlos vela
2: um it's just a misuse of him he's again i love the dude he's done a lot for our club but it's like you can't his passion is not football as everyone knows everyone forgets about that you know what i mean everything he does is kind of like you know when he gets mad he he still loves it and stuff like that but he he's not the player that everyone wants him to be. He's more of a captain-esque, almost assistant captain-esque person to run the field and get things done. And when he gets frustrated, he kind of loses it. He just needs to... And he, again, younger Vella was a better one, of course, but older one just needs to change the game a little bit more and use them because I feel like people are st- stuck with him being the main striker and doing all the flashy plays when he should just step back and be more of the Facilitator,
1: yeah. I, again, different role. I mean, what if we if we want to go crazy and you're worried about the midfield? What if what if we went out there with five mid? You know, two defensive mid have a Costa and an sit back, and throw Vela as you your attacking mid, almost a, a reserved striker behind Boanga. If you really want to clog things up and and give him a different purpose, you know, what if that was the way to do it in this one? Who knows? We'll never know, right? Because we went with what we went with, but. Yeah, I mean, I get it why everybody's kind of focusing on Vela. He is the star of the team. And this happens when you're the star of the team. Um, Did I think he was absolutely horrible in the match? I don't. I think I'm, I'm the weird one. I'm like, I don't. Because when he did have the ball, there were times where it looked pretty good. It's just he wasn't able to leg things out that we wanted him to leg things out on. Because I just don't think that's in him anymore. It's just, again, age, miles traveled. That's not the Vela that we have anymore. He doesn't do that anymore. Find a match this year where he did. That's not the way he's approaching the game these days. It's a little bit out of reality, I think, if we're expecting him to to get back to, you know, league leading goal scorer Carlos Vela. That 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 Vela is not around anymore, guys. That that's that ship is passed. We we have to focus a different way with him, and it's worked this year. Uh, but in this game, it, it, again, in a cup final, right? It, it, all of your little faults, all of your little weaknesses get exposed. And that's what happened. Um, Athan talking about Vela says rumors said that if LAC doesn't sign, re sign Vela, they're going after Ronaldo next year. I highly doubt it. I mean, again, there's money there, right? But, you know, Ronaldo seems like apparently he's really happy to be making, you know, boatloads of money where he's at right now. Um, Do you really think Vela is going to get re-signed next year? Do you think that's a focus? I mean, that's something we can have down the line, but I would say at the moment, let's be realistic with it. It ain't going to be at the contract he's at now. Araceli's shaking her head, right? I mean, it's way down the line, but honestly, it's not going to be the same thing for him either. Go for it, Araceli. Your thoughts on Vela?
3: I mean, when it comes to Bella, this is a discussion that we've already had, I think, for the last couple of games for this season already. And that he's just not there as a player anymore, which is very unfortunate. He is one of the originals. He was he was the very first player signed for the club. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of history with him, but I I don't see him sticking around any longer after this season um it's sad to say but if last night was any indication of that it just he, he's just not there as a player unfortunately yes he's great as a leader and integrating new players that do come to the club but um i, I just don't see him staying any longer
1: it would be a change of role and definitely not the contract right You definitely have to be under DP, I think, if we go to the future. I do think this. If we had pulled off the upset last night, because that's what it turned into by leg 2, he tries to stick around for whatever the cash is because he wants to go to Club World Cup, right? There's another experience, another cup to go for, but that's gone now. That's not reality anymore. Now we're playing for something he's already won. League's Cup? Yeah, but again, League's Cup is is a cash grab tournament. We know this. Uh, But he's won the other ones. So it's going to be real interesting to see where where his head is at after this. Uh, Really interesting because, yes, the battle is the double now. That is the only battle we have is to try to get the the same double we had before and do a back-to-back, which is not something that happens in MLS. It just isn't. So that's history making if we pull that off as well. Um, And that is his focus now. Does that mean he stays on next year? Yeah. We don't know, but we know it'll be a hard conversation That this club. has never had a problem having hard conversations with people. Uh, just ask uh, a certain executive now working in Carson. Uh, we're not past hard conversations with people. So there's that. Uh, Richard Cueva does make an interesting point. He says, Angel Mena and Elias Hernandez are older than Vela and played with more passion. They also looked like they're in better shape and a little more in... in in the zone, that's probably because they've had a month off <laughs> with two tune-up matches and no stress Um, getting ready for this thing. So I just think they were in better form altogether because they were more ready for this thing. Again, miles travel does a lot less for them this year. It is. And I know Manuel plays like he's in his 20s anyways. Let's be honest. The guy's a little bit ageless in his approach. Um, I, I gave warning about him already. Uh Again. Different, different realm. And yeah, I, I will say this about the entire Leon side. I have never seen a team recover in a while. Recover for that second ball as quickly as this team did. It was pretty amazing to watch them act as a unit and move as a unit. It was, it was it was tough for our guys because there wasn't any options, right? They, they closed things up so quickly. Uh and those two were were major players in that, you know. Uh yeah, the team defense approach the way they did. Like team count, it, it was impressive. It was. It really was. Uh, LA Hobo says that ole ole with our players chasing after the ball, like a pinball made us look like amateurs. Uh, this will not be forgotten for years to come. Leon silence the, the the beam that never happened. I mean, we weren't silent in the North end. We weren't, we were doing our thing. It got tough late. That's for sure. But yeah, that the ole ole that's, that's a shot at our players, man. And, and just, Again, giving up possession, and I think that was more of a shot at the substitutions in the moment. Let's be real. (laughs) When that happened was after the changes happened. So uh, tough to see. That's for sure. It was embarrassing. Um, I give you that, man. Definitely embarrassing. Uh, Mark Lopez says, uh, it was evidence we needed a real striker. We couldn't do anything down the middle, and when we worked it down the wings, there was no one to get it and get to goal. Coaching off players off. We deserve, we didn't earn it. I mean that at the end of the day, we didn't earn this thing. They did. That's why you play cup finals. Uh, and someone has to lose and that happened to be us this time. And there's a million reasons that we've talked about it. So, uh, yeah, uh, Chicho would have been nice in this game. I'm not sure what he would have done, but it would have been nice to have Chicho out there too. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I get it. I totally do. Um, yeah, what's funny is in, in this in this summer window, we're going to see changes by this team that could have probably done before, but things didn't happen. So there's that. Uh, Ox says off topic, but it's so weird watching all this, this early. <laughs> it's our normal time. You're just on the West Coast now, man. <laughs> for the moment. For the moment. Uh, Alexis Garcia says rematch against land round of 16, August 6th, baby. Oh, boy. Here we go. Could happen. We'll see. We will see. Uh, Mark Lopez attacking mid Vela on Tam is the way. I mean, if, if he's willing to take that change, I'm willing to take him back. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Garcia, if I can recall, good, Hercules Gomez was on a Spanish show saying Vela was on his best these past three years. Is Hercules Gomez. He says a lot. A lot, a lot. I don't want to take a shot at the guy, but he has to say things to get a reaction and to create banter. That's his job in this world, right? He's not a footballer anymore. He was. Now he's got to keep his show interesting. So both of them say wild things to get a conversation. He says a lot. <laughs> um. Oh, and, and ESP this past year, thoughts? Well, I mean, he won an MLS Cup. So in MLS, he's fine in this tournament. Things got exposed at the end against a team that honestly was more ready for it than we were. And we just, a lot of us kind of ate up the hype. Uh, Carlos C. Vela doesn't have legs anymore. He can't run away from defenders anymore. He's not that wild winger that we once had. No, we know this. We talked about this. We did. We did. Uh, Ox also says, agree. Won't be seeing Vela after this season. Doesn't his contract end this summer? Uh, yeah. Uh ends in December. Um yeah, I mean he's he can finish things out. Um Carlos C. Biggest problem I saw yesterday is that Leon took away Vela and Wong, and knowing that the other two strikers weren't a threat. The hard truth, like at the end, when we're we putting our, our our hopes into into a poku who had a chance he should have done something with and didn't. You only get one in big games, and he did what he normally does. Um, and, and is who is a work in progress. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, it says it was impressive how well organized and well drilled that Leon team looked compared to us. Nah, they were ready. They had a whole month to look at all of our faults, all of our strengths and build a battle plan for it. Build a game plan to take that on. Credit to them. They did their homework. Uh, Richard Cueva, hot take last year's roster would have beat this year's Leon team. Just my opinion. I don't think so not th- this year's Leon teammate the last one um this one is is pretty darn good um i don't think so i don't um it would have been nice to have you know Gareth Bale flying through the air towards the end of this thing and, and turning things around but we don't have that i know it's tough it's tough if i you know again we can wish but that's not reality we're here now this is what we got Now I got to get better in the summer window, I guess. There it is. All right, guys. Good, good stuff. Keep it going. We'll definitely check with you guys a little later after we preview Atlanta. Uh, Let's keep this thing going. You know what happens? You know what we normally do? It is definitely club and community news. So, Tony, I'm throwing it to you, man. Go for it.
2: Um, Of course, the usual two that we always push on the community news. And then one new one, which is uh, the Black and Gold Running Club is doing a Runs the Rose Bowl on June 11th at 8 a.m. Uh, Meeting place is in the parking lot at Lot I by the Aquatic Center. There are a 5K, 10K, and 15K run options, and all runners at all eight of all levels are welcome. Of course, as well as um, the 3252 membership is still open. This helps out with you know a tifos like the one you just saw. Uh flag repair, drum repair, uh away a way to get a uh, accumulation. So just it's thirty dollars. You get a scarf, a pin, and discounts to LHQ, and this helps out also the supporter groups get their memberships up and stuff like that. So it keeps going with that. And the last one, of course, is the Mo Facio Futsal Court that still needs to be built. I wish I could stop saying that, but we still need donations, whatever you can donate, dollar, $10, $32.52, 30, whatever you want to do, um, it's at uh, lafc.com slash mo hyphen uh so if you whatever you can do, just donate. And of course, we still have our Pride fundraiser that's going on with priderazer.org. Uh, so, again, this is Pride Month. We have... It's to celebrate that everyone belongs in the world of football. So make sure you can also go to that website and donate and help us out with a very important cause to all of us. And wish it wasn't a cause and just normalcy.
1: Thank you, sir. Reality. Exactly. We, we got to be better. We'll help where we can. That's for sure. Uh, Arisla, I'm going to pass one over to you. They are now on to the... LACO2 update, how are the boys doing?
3: Well, the boys have seemed to slip into their old ways, unfortunately. They fell to the Houston Dynamo 2, 2-0 um, this past weekend with two late goals in the second half. Haven uh, Romero picked up a sec- his second yellow in the 89th minute for a bad foul, resulted in a red, knocking LACO2 down to 10 men. Um, but Hopefully, they will have a chance to redeem themselves this upcoming weekend as they host the Rapids 2 this Sunday at Titan Stadium. Um, it It's slated for a 4.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. If you cannot make the match, it will be on Apple TV. Other than that, there's really no other updates coming from LAC2.
1: Not the best situation, that's for sure. Looking like an expansion site all the way. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, Araceli, how are things for the Rapids this year? I think we got a chance against them.
3: If I'm very blunt, no. Oh, as of okay. now, Rapids 2, they actually just recorded uh, MLS Next Pro unbeaten streak. They are now at 11 games, unbeaten. They're the only team to be unbeaten as of now for the league. Oh my.
1: So again, it would have to be a huge upset from a team that's not showing it in them uh to do it. So uh all the best there, LASC2. We hope you do something special. But man, that's rough. Thank you, Aristelli, for the update. All right, let's move this on to the black and gold vinyl club minute. We were going back and forth. We're actually go again, we focus back on the cities who we're gonna play against, the regions we're gonna play against. Um, so we went to Georgia uh for this one and for this one tony you got this i I know you wanted ray charles so we're going to do ray charles um good choice song and album a little strange on this one but it's going to be i can't stop loving you for very Mm -hmm. obvious reasons as we're in this moment right now is as bad as things look as grim as they look in the moment y'all know we're going to go crazy on wednesday again so that's what we are we're supporters we're fans we love our team so we can't stop loving them whether they whether they fell on their faces or not, we'll be the ones that help pick them back up again when it's all said and done. We'll give them the hard truth, but y'all know we're going to be there anyway. That's how it works. Uh, album, of course, released. it was a cover released in 1962 for uh, Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. Go figure! As famous mm-hmm. as that song is, it is a cover, so there you go that is our black and cold vinyl club minute all right let's jump this right back into it again we don't have time to be sorry we don't have time to lick our wounds because we got a league to play for we've got a cup to play for we got a supporter shield that's in within grasp as we're sitting here Who man five games in hand chasing cincinnati who's who's flying right now but we can still pass them quickly so that's a good thing of course we got to play atlanta who's struggled to get wins as of late but have been really exciting and all the drama that they cause so uh game of course is going to be wednesday 7 30 p.m kickoff be there if you can it's a midweek one i know i'll be there i know tony's gonna to be there and if aricelli could jump on a supersonic jet to get here in two minutes she'd be here too but that is life, right? Uh, but I know she's going to be watching the game. So, how are things looking right now? How's the run of form? Well, we all know where we're at, right? Three straight losses, and I will say this three straight, no matter who you want to put in the lineup, the Crest is playing, so guess what? We're going to three-game a losing streak. Thank you, Charandolo, for that. Uh, looking at them, they've got three straight draws. Wild. Um, they had a loss and a win before that. Um, really a team that in terms of results this is underperforming, but in terms of performance on the field is again, a pretty darn exciting team to watch. Uh, last game of course was a, was a three, three draw. Uh, Tony, your thoughts on how things are going for them right now?
2: Um, They're doing pretty well in their last couple matches against a lot of ties, but like they're chugging along with Almada, especially doing mm-hmm. craziness um it's just so, l- the really best stands out like B- from the the size of... besides besides yeah yeah uh, uh what's uh oh, dude, <laughs> the, I'm... Yeah,
1: t- so i'm gonna go for it here it's giorgio gakumakis. gakumakis i know okay right uh how many goals does he have already
2: um, 12 play, nine in, and he has nine in those 12, play, uh, 12 games.
1: Giving off Buonga vibes right there, man. That's mm-hmm. a lot of goals. That's a lot of goals. Of course, Almada's the next one in the list with seven goals. They got goal scorers, man. I mean, you can read the names down the line, but they've got, what, eight, nine, 11 different goal scorers already this year?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Am I seeing that right? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, they score from everywhere. They score lots of goals, but they also give up a lot of goals. They're kind of a fun team. Uh, looking at their their goal difference, they're only – guys, they have 32
3: goals this year.
2: I think we lost Joseph for once. <laughs> I know his internet was going to be here um so in total goals they have 32 goals to our 23 um goals against is 28 to 10 and goal differential for us is 13 to their four uh we have 12 assists and 19 um so again they can score a lot but and then assist and but they get scored on as well as pretty decently as well um Moving with their lineups. They usually the last game they run, they ran a four-two-three-one with uh Giorgio up front and they with Almada right behind him. I I was like seeing if George. pretty well. I think I'm back
1: in. We had a little bit of a technical. (laughs) Sorry guys. Uh (laughs) yeah, that was a little odd. I had a little warning on that one, but uh, hopefully yeah. you're still seeing us on the pod right now and and oh, yeah. uh, recording still happening, but we did have a little, bit of a moment there. The um, last game, I know you're talking about the Linus for the last game. Look, mm-hmm. they played a three, three against New England revolution. It was bonkers. I'll say that they scored. Well, they allowed a goal in the like, what? First few seconds of the game on a blown clearance by, by, by Brad Guzon, which let's be honest. You try to pass it up the middle, which you never do. Um, he's an old man. He should know better than that. Uh, but he did it. And so they allowed a goal early, but they fought their way back. They thought they had the win in the 87th minute only to have, uh, uh, Carlos Hill steal one back. <laughs> Another brilliant finish with his off foot, uh, to tie the game. So this is kind of the stuff you expect at Atlanta United. Um, as Tony said, they do play a four, two, three, one. Uh, with Robinson and Purata as your backs, your Gutman as your left back, Lennon as your right back, defensive midfielders Ibarra and Roseto. Uh, Almada is your central attacking midfielder with Araujo and Etienne on the outsides with Giacomakis up top. Um, that is what they played. Here's an interesting thing about their game against New England. Their total possession for that match, oh yeah, 72%. Yeah, they kind of they play, man. They play but they're they're susceptible to counters. 20 shots, only 7 on goal. We know what that feels like. Um only allowing 5, but again, getting getting hit for 3 goals is pretty rough. This is kind of their vibe now. They did have a 1-1 draw in Orlando. Tough battle, but they they worked it through and and tied it in the 86th minute. In that case also the 4-2 3-1. No shock there. Lineup looked the same as well. Uh, This is what we should expect in this game. We should expect a lot of shots, but a lot of inaccurate shots at times and bangers. Like, that's the thing. When they score, they score pretty ones. Um, And so if we're we're lazy in mid and we don't close people down at the box, it's going to hurt. We're going to suffer for sure.
2: And we lost him again. This is a very fun episode. Two. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah. It's okay. there. Can you hear me guys? Yeah. we can hear you. There you go. I think you're back. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. We lost him again. <laughs> I think he's in the frozen. This is a fun episode. Again. Technical difficulties outclassed. Um, So I believe we should just move forward to um, LAFC. As you've known, we just had a game against Leon. So most of the starters aren't maybe available. Oh, there we go. You're back.
1: Yeah, I'm here, but I I am. Sorry, guys, for all the technical difficulties (laughs) on this episode. It's been pretty rough here. Um, Yeah, again, looking at the lineup, looking at where we're at, it's been – it's been tough on their end. They see where they're at. We see where we're at. Um, stay on for this episode, and it stays. looks like Stings have now stabilized on my end. Um, Tony, <laughs> I'm going to throw this to you right away. Lineups, what do you think we're going to go with after getting?
2: Um, being for the lineups, I think we're still going to go um, with our 4 uh, I believe poku and Buonga will. Buonga, I feel, will start, and a poku will as well because Bonga wants to play every game if he can. He's willing to. I think Vela gets rested and Bogus gets slotted in. For our midfield, Sifu gets a start. Tillman has to get the start. And it's up between maybe Sanchez or uh, Sanchez or Acosta. If the sleeper pick for me for that one would be Duenas. And on the back, it'll probably be Mal- uh, Maldonado. Palacios, Hollingshead, and uh, the other one because you can't slot in Palencia because again he was last seen on crutches and stuff like that. So we could see one of the young one of the youngins slot in, or could be possibility that Giorgio plays this starts this game even with limited minutes. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I'll go. I'll go to you, Araceli. Your thoughts on the lineup? Who do you think the backline is going to be?
3: I think for the back line, we're definitely going to see Chiellini get the start on this one now that he's back. Uh, at least, I would hope so, because as Tony pointed out, Palencia being on crutches, it's kind of a given that he won't be uh, playing. But I would hope to see Chiellini, Modellano, uh, Pal- Palacios... Um... Maybe long if he's, a, depending yeah, on his injury. I'm worried
1: about him there. But, yeah. It's be tough. I, you know, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to throw mine in there. Um, I think it's going to be Mario and Chiellini straight up. I think that's who's going to play because of where we're at in this. Um, obviously going to be Hollingshead on the right and Palacios on the left because that's who we got right now. And we got to bounce back. Uh, Midfield, my name, my as I throw into there, I'd say it's going to be Sanchez, Acosta, and Tillman this time. Why the heck not? Um, Ursula, your thoughts on the midfield?
3: Oh, I see it being kind of the same. Elie, Tillman, and um, I'm hesitant to say Cifuentes, but I have a strong feeling he's going to get the start.
1: There it is. There it is. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be the guy trusted in the moment, even when he doesn't earn it. So there you go. Uh, Tony, your midfield choices?
2: Oh, I already said it. I pull up my full lineup. But um, to reiterate, really, it's uh, Tillman, uh, Cifuentes, and I'll be the surprise pick in Duenas.
1: Hey, dig it, dig it. Of course, top line, I don't think we're going to be too shocked. Fella Bolonga goes out there. Why would it not be? Um, and then I'm thinking they're going to go poku again. So there's that and Araceli.
3: Um, Bawanga Bella and I go with Bogush.
1: That'd be the hope, but I have a feeling. (laughs) So there we go. Uh, there are lineup choices. All right. Before we lose our connection again, I'm going to roll right back to reactions again, guys. Uh, let's do this. Before I read yours though, I do apologize for not airing uh, Bam's uh, reactions from the last match. I'm just going to throw that out there to give him a moment to have his moments. He kind of went heavy with this thing. So Uh, let's do this, and then we'll get your final thoughts, everybody.
0: What is good, everyone? Thank you very much for joining us to this episode. Um, I'm at work at the moment, so I can't be there to this live, so I thought I'd make this video to give my thoughts on the game and what I thought happened. Going into it after being 2-1 down in Lyon, I thought, you know, we've got a chance here. You know, we've come back from against Leon in the past, we can go in and do this. Senior lineup, um, with five in the back, two in the midfield, three up top, with Bogus starting over Poku. I thought, okay, let's see how this goes. With the five in the back, I automatically knew win backs. We're gonna try and push, play the wings a slot and push up. That happened for the first 10, 15 minutes of the game, and then we decided to go play long ball. <coughs> We played long ball, and long ball, and long ball. Just boot it up, get it out of our defense, and get into our, into the attacking, hope our attackers can run onto it. For me personally, Bogus, Buwonga, and Vela, they're all went missing. Um, we had a guilt edge chance at the very beginning that didn't uh, came to nothing, and that hurt. That hurt quite a lot. Um, other than that, Murillo was the only one to me that showed a lot of fight. He was digging deep, trying to get everyone going. When the Leon players went down for, when the foul, he was trying to get them back up and tell them they're not hurt, stop rolling around, get up, play the damn game. Um, the yellow card he, he copped was, was soft. It was a soft yellow card. All he did was tell the stretchers people, take them off the quickest route. You know that the Leon players try and get them to go the longest, and waste time. Really want them to go the quickest. The ref didn't like that. Shut a yellow card. Um, the ref didn't like a lot that we did. Let, let Leon get away with a lot of rolling around on the ground. He started off with trying to call him out on it, but then just let him go. Um, for me, it was very disappointing. The result. The subs. Were well, the subs? Um, not much you could do about that. I think we've just not as prepared. We went in there thinking that we'll be fine. We were just underprepared personally. This week, our next game is against Atlanta. We need to come back to the three points. If you can walk, if you can run, <laughs> you're playing. We need the three points there's now two trophies that we're not going to win this year out of a possible six five, six trophies so you got US Open Cup we're out of we decided to throw that away to win the Concave Champions League we're now out of that so all we got left now is Supporter Shield MLS Cup Leagues Cup and if you want to add it Western Conference winners. We don't win at least three of those. Leagues Cup, Supporter Shield, MLS Cup, or, alright, I'll take a Supporter Shield. Leagues Cup, MLS Cup, we don't least win those two. Disappointing season. Over the next month and a bit, when the transfer window opens, I want to see what we do. We need to bring in another striker so Buwanga can get some rest. Um, I think us not playing games between these these two did hurt us because first couple rounds of, of the tournament, we were playing games in between it and look where we went. We stopped, look what happened. So for me, we had too long of a break. We need to keep playing. And that is one of the reasons why we didn't do as well. Um, I would say Leon, congratulations. You are the champions. But I never want to see another team lift a trophy in our stadium ever again. The only people lifting trophies in our stadium should be us, plain and simple. I'll leave it at that. Otherwise, this is going to become an R-rated episode, and we know we are friendly family here. So, everyone, stay safe, checking on your mental health, checking other people's mental health, especially after this game. And let's go and
3: get a win.
1: And there it is, guys, uh, with Bam's final take on, on, on the game of the day before we get ready for Atlanta. Again, we want to get that to you guys, but our connection before was not good enough to pull that one off. So here we go. All right, let's see where you guys are at. I see a few comments, a few predictions, a few concerns. All warranted, I'll be honest. Um, so let's see. if We go back. Oh, man. Uh, L.A. Hobo says this end of a cycle for us. What do we lick our wounds and continue for? The question is, is it downhill from here? We'll see on Wednesday. My opinion is, is we crash this season. Uh, I don't think so. There's nobody as good as Leo in this league. So we don't have to run into that issue. Um, maybe we crashed out of leagues cup. Honestly, I couldn't care any less about that than any tournament we've ever played in before. I, I care about that less than I care about the open cup. Um, no, I think we'll get it back, and also think we're going to make some moves during the the international the, the the trade the trade window, I guess you could say it, or or transfer window. So, uh, I expect some some movement because I know how the ownership is of this team, and they're going to make some moves. I can guarantee that. Um, Alexis Garcia says, "I get the Hercules show you're talking about, but I got to give him props. He has our back right now. Every Spanish show is laughing at us right now. He's like." They just had a bad week. Watch later. Dude, let them talk crap. I honestly don't care. We have to worry about ourselves and move forward. Now I have to get back into the tournament again and do something special this year just so we can have the right to do that. And that's what we have to do. We have to rebuild. We have to do what we have to do. We have a good core of players. We're off by a few um, to really compete against those guys. Um, we'll get back. We'll figure out a way. This is LAFC. I expect nothing less. Uh, Dave Gomez, no matter what you will see, we'll see uh, you'll see me in LAFC here. Time to beat Atlanta and focus on league. Yeah. Um, all those big trash talkers from teams that are on the sidelines right now that used to be relevant. Um, now we all got to worry about you guys. And so uh, your big mouths, we're keeping receipts. Uh, I guarantee that. Um, now this is the only thing we got to worry about. They're coming at you. Um, good luck with that. We won't be tired anymore. We'll get the same rest. You do. Oh yeah. And we can climb up the standings as you watch us climb up the standings as your team struggles for a wooden spoon. So, uh, bring it, let's do it. Keep talking. We'll keep playing. Uh, Dave Gomez says, bam, In reaction to the video. Uh, LAO, we don't have a team to win MLS cup. Uh, that's just a fact. And this defeat will hurt our season. Uh, downhill from here, I predict zero trophy changes will come next year. Hopefully I predict different, uh, again, we have a right to our opinions. We'll see how this goes. I know it hurts in the moment, but, uh, I, I think again, we're not done this year. That's for sure. Hey, Daniel, and says uh, ACFC can lift trophies at BMO too. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he meant it that way, but yeah, we hope they do as well. Down hill, cup or bus. There you go. Uh, Marva Mejia, will there be a Campeones Cup this year where the champ of MLS faces Liga Mexi's champ? I don't know. Honestly, has it been scheduled? Has it been announced? It would be nice, but I think League's Cup has taken all the heat, all the energy. It's all about this, this tournament. So there it is. Uh, Bam says we need to win three trophies. That's called improvement from last year, right? So there's that uh david day jumping on late uh yeah that's the vibe we all get right now now what now i gotta grow up man take it and move forward all right good stuff guys thank you for the reactions let's get it back and close this one out before we lose our connection again (laughs) all right uh let's throw this on to final thoughts guys uh arisely i'm gonna have you start your final thoughts
3: uh, final thoughts for me, although we were just covering Atlanta a second ago, for me, I- I'm already ready for next Saturday for when lsc comes here to Kansas City. So I'm already looking forward to that. Uh, of course, you know, we still have two more matches in between because of all the uh, rescheduled matches due to CCL. Other than that, I mean... We, are, we we. already know. Uh, so I'm going to pull the soapbox out here for a quick second. We got a, uh, another match here on Wednesday. If you're going, please make sure you have a way to get to and from the stadium. Be safe. Look out for each other. Just please don't be an idiot. <laughs> There's no other way to phrase <laughs> that. And yeah, I, I just hope that We continue to see the results, even though it's been a tough week. All we can do is just move forward. Well,
1: well, Tony.
2: Um, And final say of the day is pretty much just prepared for, you know, for Atlanta moving forward. Uh people want to bash us they can bash us just talk when the you're on in the midst of a title run and not in shambles with other teams and that's the last thing i'll say on that team until we have to face them but be safe make sure you're okay when you're not okay if, you're, if it's it's okay not to be okay sorry um reach out reach out to your fellow fellow uh, people and just make sure they're okay they've been going through a lot maybe you know especially with everything going, moving forward. So just reach out, play some video games, catch a movie, um, grab brunch, dinner, coffee, drink, anything. So at the end of the day, you know, just respect other people as best as you can. And, you know, show respect when it's done and, you know, live, live above all the trash that's been going around lately
1: well said well said i think i'm still connected here guys again apologies today for the technical issues i think i'm back but hey uh my final thoughts again look out for each other good times bad times we gotta always keep in contact with each other keep ourselves on our best light do what we gotta do to protect um those going to the game on wednesday it's time to recover it's time to support our boys uh, help them get through this struggle as well. Um, they need our support more than ever. You want to have this season end well? Yeah, don't turn on them on Wednesday. It will would be a good, good first step. Um, they need the support. Trust me on this. Um, on our end, as the North End, be there, be present, be noisy, keep, treat it like a cup final. We got to get through Atlanta to get our momentum back again, so let's do that. Um, for the rest of you, again, ups and downs happen. This is football. Those who endure are the ones that are, that know know better, right? You got to battle through. You got to get through the, the tough moments. You got to celebrate the good ones. But again, grinding the hard ones. That's what really defines you as a fan, as a supporter, which you can take the highs and the lows and ride it through. You know you're in the right place. So for all of you guys, again, stick it out. Get tougher Wednesday. We'll make this happen. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Araceli. Uh, once again another late night making it happen thank you bam for jumping on and and sending us that video so we can get your reaction for this thing and thank you to all of you for tuning in through our highs and lows as well today because man we had some moments but again thank you guys final word i go to you Aristelli first
3: Stay golden tony
2: stay golden los angeles
1: and from me to all of you stay golden los angeles